0: My name's Taydee, this is Sex, Psych and Self and welcome to episode 10. Episode is going to be all about one night stands and being ghosted really which I'm, I'm really stoked to be able to finally talk about this in one of the episodes because God knows I have a lot of experience in the subject. Obviously before I met the love of my life where I'm with at the moment I did have my fair share with one night stands and I did have my fair share with Catching Feelings and then getting ghosted. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, And I, I was like kind of questioning whether I should interview some people on this episode, but I just kind of wanted to get this out there because I know a lot of people, my friends and a lot of people who listen to this podcast probably have their own experiences with getting ghosted, are probably getting ghosted right now, probably about to get ghosted right now. So I really wanted to put this out there just so, I mean, there is no right way to deal with getting ghosted. So don't feel like, oh, once I listen to this podcast, I'm it's going to answer all my questions and I'm going to be able to deal with getting ghosted. Getting ghosted always hurts. And having a one-night stand, which you thought was going to be a one-night stand then led into feelings and then ended up into a two-night stand and a three-night stand and then you got ghosted. That's always going to hurt. We're just going to talk about like little ways, little tips and tricks that you can kind of get your head around it and change your mindset when it comes to one night stands and getting ghosted. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not here to tell you what to do with your life or how to live your sex life. But I'm here to provide you a little bit of education and just chat about it so you know that you aren't alone and you can go into these situations in life feeling like you are a little bit prepared and that you have some prized standing knowledge to deal with these circumstances. So I'm Tade e. This is my TED Talk. <laughs> Don't see <say> me. <laughs> Um, But of course, as always, before we start, uh, I want to do a little bit of a weekly update. This week has been actually such a great week. I had such a great weekend uh, on the weekend celebrating one of my best, best friend's 30th birthdays and another one of my really good friends, uh, 23rd birthdays. So we had so much fun. We went camping, we got drunk. I had a hangover from hell, but we survived to tell the tale and now I'm working fuck all this week. So, I mean, we love that for me. Um, I did forget to submit my uni exam. But that's how I could tell my anxiety was getting better uh, in that circumstance, because usually I would, if something like that happened to me, I would totally emotionally dysregulate and I'd lose my mind because I forgot to submit it on time. But I looked at the bigger picture and I said, Tadie, you can't change what's happened. It's happened. The due date's over. All you can do is work out a plan. So I worked out a plan. I called the uni and now they've extended my due date to Friday because I used my charms. So I mean... I definitely deserve a clap because no emotional dysregulation over here. All those hundreds of dollars worth of therapy sessions are paying off. (laughs) Other than that, no, it's been a really great week and um, I've been, you know, I'm well rested. I've been working out. I'm just living my best life. So what better way to kick off a good week... Well, we're actually halfway through the week. It's a Wednesday. But uh, what better way to celebrate our good week than talking about one night stands? Uh, I feel like one night stands has definitely become more easy over time to get um, just due to the fact that, you know, social media and Tinder have a massive presence in our society. So I feel like because of all these social media platforms, it is so much easier for men and women and all those in between to get out there and and look for exactly what they want, you know, a swipe right on a picture to someone just purely because they're good looking and they look like they'd be a good route. Um, You know, there's so many dating sites out there for whatever preference you want. There's Christian dating sites, there's Jewish dating sites, there's, you know, Grindr for homosexual people, there's uh, non-binary dating sites, there's all these different kinds of dating sites that you can go on and, and you can look for dating, you can look for relationships, or you can literally go and find someone to have sex with. Which, if you think about it from a bigger picture, it totally totally blows my mind because as we've spoken about in previous episodes, sex is such like a a meaningful and deep thing. And we're literally just jumping on our phones just to find someone to stick it in or someone to stick it in us. Our ancestors would probably be rolling in their graves. (laughs) So as always for my episodes, I, I type in the, the topic to Google and I just see what comes up. I see what other people are, um, are talking about it and what they're saying about it. And I, I did read one article and it was trying to define whether uh, one-night stands are bad for your mental health. From a personal view, I don't feel like one-night stands are bad for your mental health. I feel like they could worsen your mental health but I don't feel like they're the things that are you know worsening our mental health as a whole I don't feel like that's one sole factor that's terrible for our mental health I feel like in a way one night stands are almost a necessity to your sexual development and I feel like you know this might be a bold statement but I I do feel like one night stands at least having one in your life is a, is a necessity to just your maturing and just your development as a whole. I feel like the best relationships in life are the, are the people that, you know, do explore and do, um, develop. How do I put this without being (laughs) offensive? People that have only slept with one person throughout their lives. I'm not saying they can't have great, amazing, fulfilling relationships, but I feel like great, amazing relationships come out of the people that have been there, that have done it, that have explored themselves sexually, that have done the one night stands, that have done the threesomes and have turned around and said, I'm ready to settle down now. I'm ready to stop all that. I know what I want. I'm happy with what I've experienced, what I've been through. Now I'm going to go have a really positive relationship that will probably lead to marriage and children. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, <laughs> Um, oh, let's be real, someone's going to take this the wrong way, but I'm saying that one night stands are a vital part of personal development self-identity and realizing what you want in sex from a professional opinion one note stands are super dangerous for your sexual health uh, reproductive health and you know personal spiritual health sure from a person a professional point of view there are so many articles online that do discuss this and um, you know sex professionals do try and answer this question. But even they've realized that there is no one individual answer to this question, are one night stands bad for your mental health? It depends on who you are as a person and the experience you've lived in your lives. Of course, sex is individualized and sexual experiences are individualized. So that means that one night stands are individualized. One night stands might be for you, they might not be, but I do recommend trying them at least once in your life because it can be, uh, you know, thrilling. It can be just such a, yeah, thrilling experience for a person. So I do want to talk about a few tips, tips and tricks while having a one night stand. And of course, and I know you're probably like, of course, Teddy's going to say this, but safe sex if you're going to have a one night stand, do it, but be safe about it because there is nothing worse than catching an STD from a one night stand. And I feel like you've got to look at it from that um, point of view that that person is having a one night stand with you. So they're probably out there having a one night stand with thousands of other people. That's probably definitely over-exaggerating, but think of it that way. Um, Just be safe. Use your condoms. You know, um, I wouldn't even really be worried about pregnancy. It's more just about STDs, use a condom or another barrier method of protection, like your diaphragms or, you know, female condoms. Another tip that you should definitely look into if you are thinking about having, you know, your one night stands is having that communication open. I mean, I don't think you're going to be sharing, you know, what is the meaning of life and your goals and aspirations with your one night stand. And if you do, I mean, great. But having that line of communication open and making sure that that person that you are having the one night stand with, having sex with, knows what you are comfortable with and what you are comfortable doing and just having open lines of communication. And this really stems back to our episode on sex esteem and being open and upfront upfront about what you want in sex and that and that goes for every sexual situation even if you're never going to see your sexual partner ever again you still need to be open lines of communication you still you know that takes two to tango and you still need to make sure that you are having good sex i think it's also super important to go into a one-night stand um with really low expectations Uh, I know my partner that I'm with now, um, and we've now been together for a year. I went into that relationship, or uh, I mean, ours started with a one-night stand. I literally thought that he would be a root and boot, if, if that's how you put it. You know, I thought I'd sleep with him and then never hear from him again and see you later. And I remember that night that I did sleep with him the first time, and we were kind of lying there after the deed was done. And he's like, hey, do you ever come to the town where I live? And I'm like why are you asking me this? Like you fucking care. And here we are. Now I live in the town that he lives with him and we're living our life together. So I didn't know at the time that this is where that relationship was going to lead. Um, because I went into it with super low expectations. I literally did not have any expectations for him. It wasn't until, you know, two months later and he's coming over to my house for five days at a time on his days off. I'm like, hang on a second. I mean, I'm not an expert, but this may be a bit more than a root and boot at this point. And then what, four months later in a relationship. So that is my tip to you. Go into your one night stands having low, low expectations. Don't expect anything. um, and, And make it clear in your head of what you want. So if you've been talking to this person for three months on a dating site and you're finally meeting up with them, you need to make it clear in your head that are you meeting up with them for a route? Are you meeting up with them for a one night stand? Or are you meeting up with them to get to know them? Are you meeting up with them in hopes to form a relationship? I know it's like a lot to like rush into it going, yes, I want a relationship out of this. But if you are clear with yourself, what you want out of that sexual experience, there's less chance of your feelings getting hurt. So if you go into that sexual experience wanting a one night stand and the other person wants to get to know you better, then you know that that's probably not a mutual situation and you know that it's not going to work out well for you two. You also need to have, like I said before, having those clear boundaries in your head and knowing where your boundaries lie, knowing what's too much and what's not enough. Also, make sure you're not breaking the law. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't have to say this, but maybe I do. Make sure you're not breaking the law. Make sure you're staying within, you know, safety margins and all that kind of thing. And overall, make it fun. One night stands are meant to be fun. Make sure that person that you're not, that you're having sex with is not disrespecting you. Okay, there has been so many times I have had one night stands with uh, men and they have just been disrespecting me, and that's that's as you know bluntly as I can put it. It was pure, pure disrespect. There's literally been times where I've had men treat me like literal animals for what? Because they knew it was a one night stand, and I went in there all naive, like, oh my God. <laughs> If I say the right thing or, you know, do the right thing during sex, he's totally going to fall in love with me and I'm going to come out of this with a relationship. Like we've been – we've all been there. We've done it. But the disrespect, like you need to have sex with people, one-night stand or more than a one-night stand, you need to have sex with people who are respecting you and they respect you as not only a sexual partner but a fucking person like oh my god there have been so many times where i've been in sexual situations with men where they treat me less than a person there's been one time where i've literally slept with a man and then he's turned around and said um oh what happened i i think you know i got over the sex halfway through so i was like you know what get off i'm done with this and he's like oh that's alright i like fat chicks anyways Oh, God, at the time, it fucking hurt my feelings. But looking back at it now, I'm like, the insecurity, the insecurity that comes from men that get rejected is something else. And we've got to look at it as it's not a personal attack on you, sis. It's him objecting his insecurities on you because you're the closest person in the situation you're the easiest target in that situation and I know a lot of us have probably been there because nine times out of ten an insecure man turns to the fat card the fastest because they're all bloody idiots assholes who don't have anything smarter to say be respected make it fun have sex have the best sex um it also, you know, if you're out there having a lot of one night stands, I mean, you do you. There is literally nothing wrong with that. But you need to kind of identify what is it that's making you have all these one night stands and make it again clear in your own head why you are out having all these one-night stands. Is it, you know, is it a putting a band-aid on the underlying issues of loneliness and, you know, your own insecurities? Are you seeking validation, which I did for a lot of my teenage life. I was seeking validation because of my severe history with being bullied and um, being, you know, treated like shit by every man in my life, apart from my dad. I love my dad. But, um, you know, I was always seeking validation from these one-night stands. Are you looking to be fulfilled? You know, you you have to really identify what it is that's making you Go out there and seek these one night stands because, again, there is nothing wrong with having one night stands. Power to you, you do you. But it's when it's, you know, it's putting a band aid on these underlying issues is when it becomes dangerous. We need to make sure that you have a good self worth. And this comes back to my confidence episode and they're all starting to tie together. But make sure you you know what you deserve and you know what you're worth because you are worth so much more than I think you even know. And please take it from me, a person who has an extensive uh, you know history and experience in just doing whatever I could to feel attention, approval and love from men that is not healthy and that put me in dangerous sexual situations. You know, putting myself out there and being confident, that is okay. But I was crossing that line where it crossed over into, you know, being a slut and being gross and no self-respect and just, you know, I was all about, I'm just confident, I love myself, but dolls, did you really love yourself? Are you really loving yourself if you're putting yourself in those dangerous situations where you're constantly disrespected by men just so they can have sex with you? Be safe. Stop trying to fill a void. And if you do get to that point where you identify that, hey, maybe I'm having these one night stands for a little bit more of a reason than just having fun, then... You know we can take steps to work on it we can you know you can go and talk to someone about it you are uh, you can go and get help and or listen to this podcast and get tips and trips to, tricks to move through it okay you're okay it's all right if you are trying to fill a void and you are like uh, you know, are relating to a lot of what I used to be. I mean, I am the proof, the proof in the pudding that life does get better and you will find that love at a time in your life when you're ready and when the universe or whoever is making the rules up there decides that you're ready for it. I mean, like I spoke about in a previous episode, also humans do crave intimacy and they do crave Physical touch and another person in company. One night stands, it would be stupid of me to say, don't go have one night stands if you crave intimacy, because that is literally what you're going to do. If you're craving intimacy, you're going to go find someone to have sex with. But nine times out of 10, if you are craving that intimacy and that physical touch, you go and have a one night stand, you come home. You're feeling 10 times more lonelier than you were before and you're feeling like you're craving that physical touch so much more because you had it and you had it so intensely and then it's gone now. And again, you know, if you are a woman and you are listening to this, women are chemically wired different to respond to sex differently. So remember that when you're putting yourself in these one night stand situations. For some people, one night stands and sex can actually be a full-blown addiction and can be considered as bad as an addiction, as a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction. Um, So it is important that you're, you know, not crossing that line into addiction. If it's literally what feeds you every single day and it's what you seek every single day, that's not healthy. But... You know, you're allowed to do it on weekends. You're allowed to do it occasionally. I'm not here, again, I'm not here to tell you, don't go have one-night stands, don't be like me. But you're allowed. You're allowed to do it. Don't stress. I feel like it also is important to touch on in this episode is a rebound. Now, I know we have all had a rebound route in our life and, um... Some of our rebounds have gone well than others. Like just before I met my partner now, I I did, I wasn't dating anyone, but I did have this Tinder fling with this dude and he did fuck me over pretty bad. So I was kind of on the rebound from him. And then I met my partner who's now literally the love of my life. So, um, I know I'm not going to put here, like, don't do it to have a rebound. It's not a wise choice to do it as a rebound, but I mean, You need to find ways in yourself to get through that period of a breakup or a, you know, being ghosted or falling out of a fling. You need to find it in your mental space to get through that, not in your physical space. And that is so important to differentiate the means of your physical space and the means of your mental space. That physical space is what I'm talking about. Sex, uh, you know, uh, kissing someone, touching someone. That physical space and your mental space is obviously everything that goes on inside. So to have a rebound, I'm not saying rebounds never have it. I'm saying get through it first mentally. Find ways to get you know, distracting yourself with your friends, distracting yourself with activities, work, whatever. Get through that, you know, that period mentally and then move on to the physical. Because physical rebounding doesn't always work and sometimes it can make things worse. Sex does not erase history. It doesn't stop history. It doesn't replace anyone. Having sex with a new person isn't going to replace how you feel about the old person. It's just going to act as, you know, a little band-aid for right then that's eventually going to peel off because you've been in the shower too much with it on. Like, you know what I mean? Don't do it. Also remember that if you are super intoxicated or under the influence with any other, you know, recreational drugs or anything, by law, you cannot uh, provide consent for a sexual situation, but it would be dumb in me to think that no one's going to be out there having sex while they're drunk because God knows I've had drunk sex before. Just make sure you're doing it safe and just make sure that you are, you know, doing it because you actually want to, and not just because you're so drunk that you don't know what you're doing and you're just going to sit on this guy's face. So yeah, just remember that. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Um, So you've had your one night stand and you've, you know, it's all done, it's all dusted and we're going to talk about after the one night stand and this is when it comes into being ghosted. Now for those who aren't aware of what being ghosted means, it just pretty much means you're either texting someone after you've had sex with them and then they just stop texting you altogether Or you literally have sex with them and they never talk to you ever again, block you off everything, delete you off everything, never reply to you ever again. Or you could even be seeing someone be considered seeing someone and then they all of a sudden stop texting you and never you know, talk to you again. And Lord knows this has probably happened to me like 4,525 times in my life. That's not an exact number. I'm just fucking with you, but it's definitely happened to me a couple of times in my life. I actually would consider myself almost an expert on the subject of ghosting. Now I'm definitely not like a prime example on how to deal with ghosting. Cause I was definitely like a double texter, a triple texter, an aggressive, like, ah, so you're not replying now. Yeah, real great guy you are. (laughs) Actually, give me a second. I am going to look up because I've never deleted any of my text messages on my phone ever. So I'm literally going to look up, see if I can find a text I've sent to someone after they've ghosted me. Hang on a second. Oh my God. I literally cannot find one message that I wanted to, you know, read on this, but I, I have found one. And I used to see this guy like all the way back at, at the start of 2020. And I was like, I have the biggest crush on him. And we saw each other so many times and he would literally drive like four hours to see me and then come and make me dinner. And then I drove like literally seven hours to see him one time. And then all of a sudden he sent me this message. <clears throat> hey, hoping things are well for you these last few night shifts. "'Hey, listen, I don't mean to be rude or blunt, "'but I don't really want to be around anyone at the moment "'and I'm finding myself trying to work through some things. "'I don't want to stuff you around. "'I love chatting and messaging you, "'but from recent events, I'm just kind of off everything "'and wanting some time to myself. "'I'm sorry for stuffing you around if this is the case. "'You're a top lass. "'I'm just a little lost and selfish at the present.'" And he literally sent this message to him, to me, three hours before I was meant to leave to come and see him. And I was literally like, wait, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm literally about to leave in three hours. What do you mean, recent events? I literally spoke to you two days ago and everything was fine. I understand that you're going through some things. I really do. But it's just really unfair to push me away when all I want to do is be here for you. Ew! what the fuck oh that is gross I literally want to hit myself oh god and I was actually so upset like he was so nice and I didn't think he was going to be the kind of guy to do this to me but he did anywho so how do you get through it don't be a double triple texter like me um listen to what the other person is saying. If they do tend to send you a text that's like, you know, hey, I don't really want to see you anymore, blah, blah, blah. Listen to what they're saying. You definitely are allowed to have a response to that message, but don't try and convince them that they're making the wrong decision, which is what I always used to do. So yeah, don't do that. Just kind of, you know, like I said, you're allowed a response, but move on from it and realize that hey, they've made this decision and yeah, it fucking sucks, but it's something that I'm going to have to deal with right now. I also wanted to touch on briefly how to kind of like battle awkwardness during a one-night stand because I'm sure a lot of you are wanting to broaden your sexual horizons and go out there and you know have your one-night stands but you're just something's holding you back and you're afraid of what you're going to talk about with this person or how you're going to perform or you know all those awkwardness factors and I know it's like easier said than done for me to just sit on this end of the mic and go just don't be awkward guys it's fine like I know that's not gonna work for you so I think it's just about battling that mind over matter yeah so it's about mind over mattering the whole awkwardness factor and by doing that it's just reminding yourself that you don't have to ever see this person again so no matter what happens in this situation, the point of a one-night stand is literally casual. It's literally casual sex. So remembering that you are, like you don't ever have to see this person again and in most like commonly with one-night stands, you actually don't even know this person that well. So why are you being awkward if you don't know this person and you never have to see them again? Like, who gives a fuck what they think? And also remember that you can leave straight after the sex is done. Like, pump and run, sis. You know, I'm sick of men doing the rude and booting and, you know, stereotypical one-night stands, the man has sex with the girl and then never speaks to her again. Let's turn the tables Let's be strong women out there living our best lives and leaving straight after. Towards the end of my single days, and I know you all know that I'm not single anymore, but towards the end of my single days, I, were, I was um, trying to practice this a little bit more and being the one to leave because there's just so much power behind getting up and going, yep, yeah, thanks, brother. That was nice. Um, high five and I'm out. See you later. I don't know. There's just a lot of power behind that. And it's really all about your mind in a one night stand because we all know how to, you know, stick a dick in a hole. We all know how to fondle, but it's about conquering that mental madness behind having a one night stand. And that is most of the reason why I wanted to add it in to the podcast because, you know, sex psych itself, and there's a lot of psychology uh, behind one night stands. You should also remember to always go into those one night stands, focusing on the pros and delve like just getting your mind away from the cons. Okay, so I know it's so easy to look at it like, oh, this could go wrong. This could happen. Oh, my God, I could walk away with chlamydia. Oh, my God, I could walk away with a cum shot in my eye and then get conjunctivitis. Oh, my God, I could get thrush and I could get, you know, irritation on my vagina from the friction. Oh, God, there's so many things that could go wrong. Let's not think about that. (laughs) let's think about the pros and let's go into it knowing what we want and knowing how this is going to go and what you like in a sexual experience. So this comes back down to my episode about a better sex esteem. The key to sexual experiences, and I promise you this, the key to sexual experiences is figuring out what you like and what turns you on. Because once you figure out what gets your body going, the sexual world is your sexual oyster, my girl. I, I'm, There's probably men listening to this too, so this goes for you as well. You know, my sisters and my brothers- explore yourself sexually get to know yourself sexually because the old saying goes you have to be happy with yourself before you can be happy with someone else and I will preach that to the day I die because it's so true and I'm you know I'm not gonna sit here saying I've got it all figured out because I definitely don't I'm definitely still exploring things about myself but that's what's so fun about sex like and you know exploring it with yourself that you can figure it out. And you can try all the things. And I've also spoken this before in a previous episode, but just explore things. You don't tr- you don't know until you try. Okay, and if you don't like it, then you just stop and you never do it again. At least you know because you tried. But from my point of view, I have been there and I have been ghosted. I've had my heart broken from situationships that weren't even relationships. I've had, you know... I've been literally on a date with a guy that I thought went so well and he's whined and dying me and it was the most romantic experience of my life. So, you know, I've felt it. I've wanted to have sex with him. I've gone to have sex with him. And then the next day he's blocked me on everything and his iMessage automatically turns off. I've been there. I've done it. So I know how you feel and I'm telling you, you need to focus on your mind conquering those one night stands. You're allowed to have a one-night stand. you just got to be good at it. I'm not talking about the sex. I'm talking about the actual one-night stand, okay? I, look, I would love to sit here and tell you about every single one-night stand I've had, um, but I wouldn't want any of them to be identified. I've lived a life. (laughs) And... Just, yeah, just remember that you are, I think it's, at the end of the day, actually, this isn't an, an important point. At the end of the day, don't look at it as he's having, or he or she, your sexual partner, is having sex with you. Look at it as you're having sex with them. You have blessed them with your presence. Don't be insecure because, you know, you're about to have sex with this person and you want to make sure they think you're the best ever. Believe that you are the best ever. And remember, you chose them to have sex with. They should be so lucky And like I spoke about in the previous episode, find what makes you feel sexy. If you don't feel sexy with no clothes on, that's okay. There is no rules in sex. And explore. That's all I'm going to leave you with because I cannot stress it enough. Explore yourself. Go away this weekend and do one thing that is exploring your sexuality, exploring what you like, okay? Okay that's your homework. Go away, explore what turns you on, what gets you going and what is going to maximize your sex and your one night stands. Also, disclaimer, I'm actually not encouraging one night stands because I would hate to think that an impressionable young person is listening to this going, Oh my God, Teddy said that I have to go have sex with a stra- random stranger, so I'm going to go do it this weekend. Please do whatever you feel comfortable with. Oh my goodness. I I feel like I put so many disclaimers in this, but I just, I don't want people to hurt themselves or traumatize themselves. Do what you are you know, ready for, do what you want to do, not just because I've spoken about it on the podcast. But anyways, that's me another episode I'm on uni holidays at the moment I've got one month off which I found out today which I'm so stoked about so you best believe I will be focusing on the podcast because I know I've been slack but I've just had so much on it's cold I've got my winter woolies on and that makes me happy because I love winter anyways (laughs) You know how it goes. Thank you for listening. I love you so much and I will try to get a guest on in the upcoming episodes of this uni holidays because I would love to have a guest on, but people are just a bit hesitant of coming onto the podcast and I forget that it's not that easy to speak into a mic and I, I'm, I'm a different breed and I forget that. So anyways... <laughs> Look after yourself, look after your mental health, and most of all, most importantly of all, go have some safe sex and have a one-night stand if you're comfortable um, and if you're ready and if you're of age and um, of the legal requirements to consent. Anywho, bye! See ya.